and welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. So today's topic is growth. Growth. We talk a lot about growth, or we imply a lot about growth in this podcast, but let's try to really break it down and, and try to take that apart and see what we're talking about when we're talking about growth here. Because certainly I say the mantra, living and learning a lot. And that living and learning, that learning to me implies a lot of digestion and growth. So I want to kind of explore that. And the other thing is the part of the mission statement for the Weather of the Mind School is nurture healthy growth. So growth is a really fundamental concept. And I just wanted to kind of dive in there a bit. I wanted to start with a really nice anecdote. And it's, it's just one of those scenes that's clear to you. Uh, epiphanies in our minds, one of the true wonders of life. And memory is one of the true wonders of life. And that we can be back in these different locations in our life just like that. By a certain memory or a certain feeling. Or sometimes often by a certain smell. Something emotional, something visceral takes us back to these places. Well, I remember... I've had a real long-term love affair with, well, it's not really anymore, but I had a long-term love affair with cross-country, the sport of cross-country. I remember seeing the first time the word cross-country on someone's jacket, and I said, what is that? And they said, oh, it's a sport where you run through the woods. It's running, basically running races through the woods. And I, I love that idea from day one. And I remember hearing that as a sixth grader, and so I thought, oh, in seventh grade, I'm going to run cross-country. And the rest is history. Cross-country was such a fundamental part of my life from seventh grade through a year or two after college. But there are moments in that journey, that relationship with the sport, and the relationship with the challenge, and the relationship of pushing yourself in that sport, there are moments that are really clear. One moment that's really clear to me was there was this day when we were in seventh grade. So when you're a seventh grader for cross-country practice, at least when I was coming up, we would basically run like three miles a day and just, just, just run on the track and get those 12 laps in. And that was a really big deal to a seventh grader because one mile was the distance people were forced to run in gym class and this seemed quite arduous to many people so the idea of doing three miles to the seventh grade mind was quite a task and i remember feeling pretty proud of myself or feeling proud of ourselves after we finished those those running workouts because um it felt good it felt good to push yourself through three miles There was one day when a bunch of runners came by and visited us, and it was the local, the local high school runners, and uh, we were just junior high, and this is the high school gang of runners, and to us they seemed so grown up and they seemed so fit, you know, a lot more miles in their bodies. They're just they're further along this path of this running path, and they told us they were out for a seven mile run. And I just remember the moment of just, wow, seven miles. It was almost like hard to conceptualize. I already, I just had made the jump from one mile to getting used to three mile runs as being this really incredible feat. But what's fascinating is within a few years, 
seven miles would seem short. And the way I felt about, I would actually never really feel the same way if I felt that day when I heard seven miles as compared to three miles. It was almost like there were so many emotions in different directions because on the one hand, like I said, my teammates and I were very proud of ourselves. We felt kind of like kind of tough, like, yeah, we're out there running three miles. And then these high schoolers came and it was just like, wow, these guys are in shape. And they were running seven miles. I think the most important lesson that I learned from cross country is the importance of goals and the pursuit of goals, but then breaking them down into the incremental. Because jumping from three to seven miles or from seven miles to 12 miles or from 12 miles to 17 miles, these were big jumps, but we're running almost every day for years. Your body would get used to it and you can go a little bit further. So I've certainly considered myself someone who has seen the power of growth. Seen if we can marry together some goals that we really care about and have our heart and our spirit behind them. And we can match those with incremental steps that we can take, ritualized steps, hopefully daily, if not a few times a week or a few times a month. Wow, the results are astounding or they can be astounding. And cross country has given me the opportunity to see this, to see this development, to see this growth. So now when I do things that I care about, I, I connect, I see the long-term goal, but I really just focus on getting that ritual, getting that, that weekly process down, learning the basic skills and just trying to get better at them, whether it's cooking, whether it's writing, whether it's studying, whether it's exercising, whether it's being a good friend or brother or son. These are all processes. Let me step back. So we have all these ways in life we can grow, but there's two main things. There's the goal. It's the where do we want to grow towards? And then there's the increment. There's the ritual. The how do we grow? How are we going to make, how are we going to move towards that goal realistically? Because some people, they have goals, but then they don't have the skill set to take those goals and break them down to small pieces and just trust in the ritual of those small pieces, those small efforts day to day and week to week. Uh, feels like this growth episode is being hijacked uh, into a goals episode. Growth and goals, growth and goals. How do these overlap? Do we think of them always together? Growth and goals. But back to growth. I shared an image of myself as a seventh grader, kind of understanding my own, seeing my own growth from one to three miles, but also seeing the people ahead of me that jump from three miles to seven miles. And then years later, I would go on to have a lot of great years of collegiate racing and the notion of seven miles seemed very youthful. So I ask you, as you look to your own life, is there a time or a moment or an epiphany where you've noticed your own growth, your own impressive growth, 
or the impressive growth of those around you in a way that motivated you or excited you or helped orient you, helped crystallize what you thought, this is an important goal, this is what I want to move towards. When we consider the growth of plants, the word is tropism, and the direct, that means like the growth, tropism, direction of growth, and the orientation of growth. And if it's preceded by helio, heliotropism, growth that is oriented towards the sun. Hydrotropism, growth that is oriented towards water. So if we think about our growth, our motivation, our movement, if we're going to continue to grow in life, what are we moving towards? What is, where's the direction of our tropism? So I, I started off talking about, you know, what do I mean by living and learning? What growth am I speaking of when I say living and learning? I think this type of growth, this is implied to be the basic in the trenches, the daily, the, the usual challenges of life, the challenges we all deal with. When I say living and learning, I'm talking about I'm with you in the trenches, we're in this together, the emotional challenges, getting the food shopping done, producing healthy meals, trying to live healthy. And failing frequently, but trying, living and learning, getting back on that horse. So, thanks for tuning in. I hope we stoked some good mental fires on the topics of the relationship between goals and growth. Goals and growth. If we really believe in continued growth, what does that look like? What are What is the goal we're headed towards? Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate your time, and I look forward to more. Let's keep living and learning, doing the best we can. Stay hydrated. Have a good one. Bye-bye.